1: yeah that's right we're glad you could join us it's time to sit back get comfortable talk about some weird stuff just chill for a while welcome to after hours with the rise guys there's Mattman at nine
2: yes sir i am Mattman. he is nine i'm nine he's Mattman. thank you thank you welcome thank- to after hours with the rise guys um We appreciate you tuning in or downloading or streaming, tuning in, ever how you found us right now. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for
3: listening to this. We do appreciate it. And uh, as we've said occasionally, I mean, we do get paid based on the number of downloads, so spread the word for us. Please. Every little bit helps. One of my dogs needs prescription food every month. Oh, no. Yeah. He has 100 bucks a bag once a month. One of your pets
2: or one of your homies?
3: Both, as a matter of fact. Both, yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Yep.
2: Well... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we really do appreciate we do. Uh, this because, you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again that when you listen to a podcast, you're directly listening. You're not just in a car on the way to work, yep. half-assed listening. Exactly. You're
3: actively – you're engaged with listening and you seek this out and we really appreciate you taking time to spend it with us for about an hour once a week on this podcast.
2: Yeah. The question I want to ask uh, to kick this off to get a little feedback is – when you're podcasting this right now, mm-hmm. where are you and what are you doing?
3: Yeah, let us know Like, where you listen. You listen on the road? You listen at home? You listen to the gym? In, you, you know, you sitting on the, 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 the commode, as we call it.
2: God, you're in there for a while. Yeah,
3: you probably will not have a sleepy foot time this is over with.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, just curious. When do you consume this uh, content?
3: Yeah, yeah. Where are you? Are you just at home doing stuff? I know I've heard from one lady who listens to us. uh, She listens to this podcast every Friday because on Fridays she uh, is off from a regular job and she goes and cleans houses for money. Oh, nice. Yeah, she does a, like a few of those. Locally? She listens to that. Yeah, somewhere in the local area. Let me get her information. But yeah, she does that. Uh, I'm sure she's listening. She'll get in touch. Please. Uh, but yeah, she does that on her day off. So she cleans houses and listens to us while she does that. Nice. Probably during one of them.
2: Yeah. Cutting <laughs> grass, whatever it might be. Yeah,
3: man. I love listening to stuff while I'm riding the mower.
2: Yeah. That's um, how turned up loud, though. I'll say this week, uh, hit me up on Instagram, at O'Mathew, o h m a f f EW. That's
3: your social media of choice, the gram.
2: It's, yeah. I'm uh, i'm picture book guy. I, mm-hmm. I like looking at pictures. Twitter, I don't like, but it is good, as you've pointed out, for no, news. Everybody's
3: an asshole, though. It's great.
2: It is true. <laughs> I, I mean, even if they're just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's funny, man. I don't, if I wasn't verified on there, honest to God, I would never use it. Yeah. It would be one of those that I would have forgotten my password and never used it. But for that reason... Uh, I do use it from time I to time. I enjoy
3: Twitter all right. It's it's one of my favorites.
2: Is it really? Yeah. More yeah. than the gram? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: The gram's is mainly just pictures. Do you and, do and attribute honestly, it to the verification checkmark?
3: The gram is also way too many self-affirming inspirational quotes. You know I hate that stuff.
2: I like them every once in a while. but like I don't I'll like sh- a constant flood. Yeah. I'll share them every once in a while like if it's something that really like hit me or whatever at the moment but if you do it too much you're fake ass yeah you exactly you can't be that happy every day
3: yeah it's just all this affirmation stuff it's like look just be be chill with who you are it's fine yeah it's not being so damn dramatic about everything main jerk. character syndrome having ass jerk off uh-huh that's what i said that's what i called him. that's what uh, you do yeah if you want you can contact me uh at nueve on twitter or n-i-n-e from trg on snap i'll throw you both of those both of them i do enjoy snap yeah um, you saw I got naked pictures earlier. It was nice.
2: That was a video, man. Yeah. Uh, you, you showed it to me, and uh, am I say this? No, I wouldn't go specific on yeah. it. Uh, it was of a man. Speaking well, of. He's hung. <laughs> we uh We, last week's uh, Ask Us Anything, I thought was superb. I'd like to do that once a month. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really, really good. That yeah, was real fun. Um, one question that, that actually came in here recently uh, that we didn't obviously do on that particular show was about something wrestling-oriented. Now, as I say this, if you hate wrestling, don't turn it off quite just yet.
3: Yeah, there's, there's more to this. This is not, it's not about wrestling. It just kind of loosely involves it a little bit.
2: It's one of the, the situations. Uh, it stems from our other show, our morning show, the Rise Guys morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, it stems from a guest that we had in studio some six years ago? Five, uh, Six. Could it be seven years, years ago? Eleven years ago? You, no, there's no. Nine
3: years. Sorry, nine years ago. I was 11, about nine. to say.
2: Yeah, because it was 2012 when that happened. 2012. Yeah, it's
3: 2021 now.
2: The uh, <laughs> And I like the footnote you put on it, Jimmy. You said the worst or the uh, – you, you were taking a shot at Rob Schneider. But you said the wor- some kind of something negative. In the worst in-studio guest. Worst in-studio guest.
3: Who actually made it in-studio. Yeah. It was Rob Schneider made it in the hallway outside the studio, but never
2: made it in the building itself. Because we were running four to six minutes late. Which we did for 20 years. And, yeah.
3: Almost. We've been on for almost 19 years, and we've been late every single day till we started in Chattanooga.
2: Yeah, and I, that's actually a blessing. Yeah, I love in, in it. Anyways, I
3: want to tell you that while we're on here, I love running on time on that other show. I love it more than I can put into words. I love it. You do. I do. I right? know you do. I love it so much.
2: I I enjoy it as well it's
3: great man it's better that way it really is better that way for for like 18 years we were doing this procrastinator style and it just it was not to our benefit so man we're gonna get you just
2: threw your hand up like you declared it we're gonna get even bigger now yeah popularity wise Uh Mm uh-huh i agree with that
3: i'm done getting i'm not getting get taller
2: no not at 36 that's done with now yeah no unless something starts to secrete in your brain or something yeah um so the guy uh, that I'm referring to is CM Punk, mm-hmm. and he is a wrestler. Yep. And he used to be in WWE. Matter of fact, when he was in studio, he was the world champion.
3: He was. He was the WWE champion at that point. He had that belt for over a year, which is really unheard of in the modern era. Very much so. Um, he was a top guy. Still is a top guy. Been a top guy for seven years. He was gone.
2: That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's. it's very strange the way he touched the fans and that I don't recall in wrestling a seven year lull where a guy was gone and completely out of the industry that during a, a pay per view or something, they would just start chanting his name.
3: Yeah, yeah. Consistently for the entire seven years. No matter where they were, in in America at least, and no matter what company it was, you would hear that. Just they would chant his name in every crowd.
2: At the some only point. yeah. The only uh even close thing would be like Goldberg, but that was usually in jest or uh, you see what you get when you ask for it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Although his match wasn't bad at slam.
3: Yeah, but it wasn't, wasn't to do with him, really. No. He's so, pretty terrible. He almost killed a guy again. But uh, but I yeah, like
2: the, the way that, that when we were kind of... and This is a way for us to be more in-depth about it. Mm-hmm. I like the way... You kind of narrate the story, Jimmy, and, uh, you know, if this was a documentary,
3: Yeah, you would yeah.
2: be the VO, and then I would be over here jumping in routinely. Yeah,
3: you're more of a subject of the confrontation than Thank you. uh you. But yeah, CM Punk is, you know, it just has, no matter what field of entertainment it is, be it the, the some, some musician, front man in a band or whatever, anybody in any sort of entertainment, he has a unique ability to connect with people.
2: And, and I don't and know what the connection make is. Make them
3: feel it personally. I'm a huge fan of the guy. I'm not even that sure why, I just really enjoy him. Uh, I was very happy to see him seemingly happy on TV Friday night, whereas he was completely miserable in his life when he came to see us, and that's why the interview did not go well. But yeah, it was yeah. It's one of those things where...
2: They were here for Monday Night Raw.
3: Yeah, they were. He was he was the champion, so he was in here that Monday morning doing an interview. He probably was on very little sleep, didn't want to be here in the first damn place, then he had to anyway, wasn't, his, wasn't up to him, wasn't something he wanted to do, wasn't something he was probably getting anything out of. Right. So... Just a responsibility. But he came in and uh, the, the, dis- the disagreement, or not really disagreement, the misunderstanding was uh, Matt was trying to ask a question about what it's like to every town you go to, people recognize you and they-, they want pictures and they want to spend time with you. Because we had a line of people outside the building waiting to try to meet CM Punk when he left.
2: Including, like, an 83-year-old woman. Yeah. Who yeah. always comes up here when we'd have wrestlers just to, to meet him. And they'd always – like, the Miz, when he came in, he brought her in with him. He did. He was a real nice guy. Very, very, very nice
3: Sheamus, guy. Sheamus, one of the funniest guests we ever had in studio.
2: Real funny dude. Kane, one of the
3: – Kind of
2: off the deep end now, but yeah. Kane was was fun, but he was one of those that, like, you you saw kind of the side of him that – Okay, he's a big family man, and we can't say some of our usual jokey, funny stuff off the air that we would normally say around
3: cast. Found out that morning, I mean, you found out back then that he was a big-time libertarian, certainly. It was getting
2: ready to run. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. he
3: was definitely into politics in a big way. Uh, But yeah, the the punk thing is, Matt was talking about what it's like to be recognized every town you go to, every town you stop, and you have this line of people wanting to meet you, take pictures with you. And, you know, Matt qualified it by saying, look, I get the, we get that sometimes around here, locally, where we are, but we go out of town, and it ain't like that, but it's like that with you everywhere. And anyway, what it, before Matt got done trying to make that point, uh, Punk interrupted and said, don't you try to compare what you do to what I do. Just, again, misunderstanding everything that came out of Matt's mouth. And it wasn't a case of like Matt putting his foot in his mouth, like that has been a, a recurring theme of <laughs> times. It was just Punk misunderstood it.
2: Yeah, uh, I... I- Absolutely. I was not trying to showboat, but the thing that really threw me off... You weren't
3: trying to put yourself over. You were just trying to qualify the question.
2: Yeah, very true. I mean, and that's because I, I liken that to we stick out a, a sore thumbs no matter what we did for a living. Yeah. Like, if I worked for the cable company, hey, you're the guy who put in my box. What's up? I remember the big beard. Yeah. Hey, you're the guy I bought my video game from it, GameStop. Thank you.
3: Yeah, exactly. We kind of stand out. Yeah. yeah.
2: So... He took that in such a, a a way that it just fell apart, and it was one that I was excited, because you got the world champion. Yeah. Uh, I was excited for it, but the the point that, I, that I've that i said before uh, is that when you have a wrestler come in, you don't know if you're getting the person or mm-hmm. if you're getting the character.
3: You don't. And at, at that point, too, man, I think it goes without saying, because considering, the, the, again, the size of the line of people he had, CM Punk was a big star at that point. Like Huge. It, it went, I mean, when the last time wrestling had like a big star was was him and that run he was having. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, he was getting mainstream recognition and stuff. He was everywhere, especially for that one summer. He was everywhere, and and honestly, at that point, he was. We don't get stars of that stature in this studio
2: when it comes to wrestling they've always done really good at giving us big big yeah notable types. yeah yeah but at that point Charlotte he was, flair was in and he know, was, all the ones we said
3: yeah he was the biggest thing they had and the biggest thing they'd had for a, a little bit at that point and yeah, i mean honestly man we wouldn't get john cena in here
2: we he should, follows me on twitter
3: me too we shouldn't have had CM punk either he was too big for this he was too big to be doing this show in this town he really was. Considering all the history and the people we've had in this studio, that was the biggest at-the-time star we've ever had in here.
2: I'm thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's we've had some big star, n- more notable names, but as far as their height of yeah. fame.
3: Yeah, at that point, I can't think of, a, a, at the time, a bigger star that we've had in the studio that we've talked to. I mean we talked to Mark Rippin, but it wasn't right after he won the Super Bowl as a quarterback of the, the Washington well, football club. Why would
2: you start with Mark Rippin?
3: Because he was the Bowl only Super Bowl winning uh, QB we ever had. And he was I mean, think about it. you just won the Super Bowl, you're a star for a few weeks.
2: What about when we had coach of the national champion NCAA football team from nineteen eighty one, Danny Ford, twenty five years later?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in Pickens County was excited.
2: Yeah, I I know yeah. It was it was an honor. Really? But so when he said that it yeah, there was some deflation there of of me because like, you know, on that show, Nine and I are like the the, the we're the show and mm-hmm. we're doing the, you know, when we have interviews and it's usually he and I that are doing the questions. And yeah. I'm sitting there like just thinking, dude, you just schooled me on my own damn show. Yeah,
3: on something that I wasn't trying to say.
2: Right. Like he put me in my place on my show and to be honest like my my ego got bruised real hard but also like pissed me off
3: oh yeah because again you weren't trying to say what he thought you were trying to say i don't i still don't know exactly what he thought you were trying to say because what you said was pretty plain
2: very much so
3: but again he was in a very bad place in his life according to what he said and what we saw friday night when he came back
2: well the the, the other point to that though was that he was a so-called good guy, babyface on TV. So yeah. he came in acting like a heel, a bad guy. Yeah, he and seems that threw to have me to, off.
3: And he also just seems to be kind of a sarcastic personality, that kind of sense of humor. Anyway.
2: Yeah. So a little,
3: a little abrasive with his humor, at least. But that wasn't humor. He was like legit. He, he wasn't, I don't think he was working at that point.
2: And the other thing is, for, though he's
3: really good at it, who can say?
2: For people that he's greatest in the world. Yeah. People, you know, that didn't know wrestling were texting in and maybe calling in or social media saying. What drug is this guy on? The thing is, he's so straight edge; it's crazy. No, oh, yeah, exactly. Doesn't do drugs or drink or anything. No, no, not and that's at not all. just his gimmick; that's his lifestyle. It is, it is his
3: lifestyle. Yeah, man. I think it was all just, you know, where he was in, in life and with his his employer at the time because he didn't like well, he didn't like them. He wasn't happy with his gig. He was, and his, when you have that gig and you're on top of that gig, it, it is your life.
2: Yeah, but you know. Two things, like, I said this the other day, and, and I, we never got to it on the other show, but um, what? because I, I said I had something in my back pocket I was ready to say if he further antagonized me, mm-hmm. and I never said what that was. You know what I was going to say? And I knew if I'd said it that it would have, I'm not saying I took one for the team, but I know that it would have caused meetings and possible situations, but... Most of those are arranged in conjunction with the Advent Center, which would have been the Bon Secours Wellness Arena. Yeah. Who are great partners with us. Oh, yeah. I did not want to, So I was going to say, listen, you need us right now because you're, you're performing tonight. If it's doing so good, why are you here right now peddling this show? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you obviously need to be here right now. Let's do a decent interview and not be dickheads to each other. Mm-hmm. That would have sounded bougie or hoity-toity or what, whatever. Certainly wouldn't have made it better. It would have made it worse. It would have made it worse, it and have, then
3: would have escalated the situation when the the goal is to de-escalate. Yeah.
2: The studio is not that big. When they come in, they usually have a handler from WWE, one of the handlers or liaisons from the well. Yeah. And then like someone that's taking pictures, and I don't know who those people would be. So and they're all just sitting around, hovering, smiling, everything as you're interviewing, and then that happens, and I'm like, and everybody's like this smiling thing. Oh, he's being the bad guy. Like, no, you guys don't realize he's a good guy. But why is he doing this right now?
3: Yeah, yeah. Just it was just, it was just a it just did not go well.
2: But knowing, <laughs> but
3: it did not go well with him.
2: Knowing now and and seeing like he, he just came back to mm-hmm. AEW to a probably I don't know how you'd rate him. I guess you look by decibels or whatever, but. The biggest pop in recent, recent, recent memory in wrestling.
3: Yeah, I mean, you don't see reactions like that to anything.
2: No, no. (laughs) Um, And, you know, he talked about being in a bad place and all that stuff, but it it was – and then even that day, as soon as the interview was over, I, like, bolted right out of the studio. Not to go whine. I didn't want to sit in there and say – acted like everything was just okay. Yeah. And he, like – I don't know that he grabbed my arm or or, or stopped me and said, "He don't hey, feel like he'd be a toucher." Hey, do you want to you want to take a picture? Yeah. And you know, it, it dawned on me the other day. I think like he was furthermore being a dickhead.
3: Kind of was, I think. Yeah, I really think he kind of was.
2: Because I wish now that I had gotten the photo. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was a, a weird day because usually when people come in for interviews, they're ready to play ball, promote whatever they want to promote, or just you know come in and. Have a good conversation, good jovial time. Yeah. But then again, who knows where he was coming from? Because we do interviews way different than most people. Most people get the cue cards from the handlers. Yeah, Ask him about this. Ask him. They'll give us those, but rarely do we ever look for them other than the event information. Well, it's also back when we would
3: have in-studio guests and we would insist upon having them come straight in while we're on the air, which really makes them uncomfortable.
2: You've pointed that out, and that's one that I have... That was part of my way of thinking. Yeah. And, I, and I'm and i not going to say I imposed it, but I, I thought it was a better thing other than the whole cookie-cutter fake thing of when it comes back on, the person's been sitting there for five minutes, and you say— all right. Good morning, everybody. Hey, it's Roman Reigns. Roman, how are you today?
3: Yeah, but and it doesn't have to be that to be. You know, you don't have to do that just because they've been in there and we you've just already. We we're, here to we're
2: just sitting here talking to Roman Reigns. We're sitting here
3: talking to Roman Reigns right now. We're back. We're talking to Roman Reigns. He's in studio with us. Um, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where the interview's about them. They're the star of the interview. It's about them. It's not about us. So they should be comfortable when they do it.
2: I would ask him more about the Rock though than him. Yeah,
3: we'll see. Again, it's you know, the I'd ask spoke. him. The interview has to be about the subject of the interview. That's one thing I've learned from Larry King and Everett Stern and anybody who's good at interviews. The interview is about the person you're interviewing, it ain't about you.
2: I know. Oh well, I, no, I I'm not
3: saying you do that. I'm just pointing out my I philosophy would, on it.
2: I would ask him, like, "Hey, man, it's got to be friggin' awesome to have the Rock as your cousin." Yeah, yeah, okay. but I just
3: don't want you to think I'm saying you do that
2: because I'm no. not. I'm just
3: that's my philosophy on interviews. No,
2: I, dude. <laughs> Whenever we have an in-studio guest again, I boy, it's going to be rusty and clunky because we haven't done it in so long. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be like to see other people in there because of COVID.
3: Yeah, it's just been the, the four of us ever since.
2: Yeah. And
3: only two of us in here, by the way. There aren't two people who never talk on this podcast. No. Yeah. But I guess that's our CM Punk story, though, right? That's
2: and- the CM Punk story a little more in-depth and... uh
3: and I do want to point out again, I'm a fan of his still to this day. I mean, I, I liked him even after that happened. Um, I, Matt probably had more issues with him than I did because of that, because it was more directly on him. But I, I mean, I just, I never stopped enjoying the guy's work and how good he is at it. And I'm happy that he seems happy now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's ultimately, you can't, I can't hate the guy because of a particular day. I just know, like, it was truly like my ego was broken. Oh, yeah. That's all it was. You're like, on my show, in my town, on my radio station clowning me and we're yeah he's doing us a favor by being the world champ giving us an interview but at the same time you're peddling your show that you're going to sell your 40 t-shirts at tonight.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: they might have been 35 back then 35
2: back then yeah it would have been 55 in today's dollars
3: yeah absolutely would have been man um yeah that's our cm punk story all the best to him maybe we'll get another shot someday and it'll go better here's we, hoping
2: we had uh is he married to uh aj aj we had yeah. her in as yeah well.
3: she was in with the with the miz right dolph ziggler dolph ziggler that's right yeah. she was really nice real
2: sweet yeah so uh yeah that is our cm punk story
3: now you got to give us a minute we can come back and talk about chicken wings
0: Stop the wise and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
1: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
4: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
1: Spring. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
3: Man, I know it was my idea to talk about chicken wings and stuff, but... This is a dumb idea because we're going to leave here hungry as hell and right day, before lunchtime after we talk about bar
2: food. Yeah, we start taping these at 10.30, usually wrap up about 11.30, and then we're like behind you in line at restaurants and, uh, well, in traffic in general.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So time we get out of here, man, It's, places are busy. So, yeah, this is, and we've talked about like food stuff on here before. We're, we usually get hungry time this is over with. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's our lunchtime. Time and so forth. Hell, it's everybody's lunchtime, and we get up earlier
2: than most of y'all. Is this about the shortage of chicken wings in America? No, what I wanted
3: to do was talk about bar food. I thought we should do it like a, a nice little, our definitive rankings of bar foods, or at least, you know, what we think is, is are the best and worst of bar foods. Because it's something every, uh, uh, most of our listeners are, in fact, dudes. And every dude has eaten a lot of bar food. And we have spent a good portion of our lives in bars eating bar food because of this job. Yeah. We are some bar food connoisseurs. We I are experts so. in bar food. Yeah. Hey, nobody know more about bar food than Rise, guys.
2: So, you, I guess, by the way you uh, you. Ain't hey, te- nobody's
3: signed on more bar toilets than us. Sorry. By
2: God. <laughs> Did you... Uh, so, are you anointing wings as your number one? Like Absolutely that- not. Oh,
3: okay. Absolutely not. Bar... Oh. Chicken wings can be one of the best things, but a lot of times at a
2: bar, they suck. It's a gamble. Chicken wings are, they're never the same twice. Because most of them at, don't you assume, this is a likely general statement, and I'm basing this off of watching the TV show Bar Rescue. Yeah. That most bar food is microwave, most of it. I don't think so. Really? No, I
3: mean, stuff, I mean, the the fried stuff is fried, and you can tell if it's deep fried versus microwave. I
2: mean you know when you well, go in it's it's the they're they're fried they're not microwave you could tell. But there's no like I'm not talking about every single bar. I, uh, if if they have a big thick menu, you know, I'm talking about the places that maybe have five or six things and they don't even have a real kitchen area. Well, I'm talking
3: about places we'd actually eat from. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm talking about ones we'd actually eat at. Okay, like a bar
2: and grill type. Yeah, any of oh, the like
3: the ones that we've done yes. football at in the past, or the oh. ones that like, or or, or, oh. or, or, or Scott's place, uh, Wings et Southern in Bowling Springs, places with like that. It's a bar with like you know bar food.
2: Oh my God!
3: Because they all have chicken wings and they all have hamburgers and they all have the same appetizers for the most part, and it's some some unique ones too. But bar food generally is a certain genre of
2: American cuisine. Now I know this uh, this is not going to be on anybody's top whatever list. But I just so and grill. I think of the the Applebee's and the TGI's and yeah, um, they have
3: bar food certainly chicken wings and hamburgers and appetizers and the same bar food
2: Chili's, southwestern egg rolls those are good oh my God. those are
3: good Applebee's counters those with the chicken wonton tacos also quite good are they
2: oh yeah damn good see the the southwestern uh, egg rolls they put them in your grocer's freezer there for a while with their their loaded potato skins and all these mm-hmm. other ones and. I bought them and they were almost as good as they were in the restaurant.
3: Imagine if they had them now. You got the air fryer, be on on
2: par. They don't. See, I do not I see I them know. anymore. Right, and because they think, know that the air fryer make them too good. I think they've realized too that people would not go in their restaurant anymore, and uh, that was hurting them. Yeah, probably so. But I love lose them. business. I guess that if if just to generalize it, I would have to say, mm-hmm. mozzarella cheese sticks. Well,
3: that's the thing. If you want something that you know is going to be of a consistent quality at a bar, it is real hard to screw up mozzarella cheese sticks.
2: Unless you ever cook them and you, all the cheese or under-cook goes them to them the are frozen That sucks yeah. too.
3: Yeah, but as general rule, like you know, some breaded string cheese is about as consistent as you're going to get at, yeah. a, at a bar. Yeah, and they're usually good. Yeah, and they're always consistent. Some places have the places have the little crispy, darker breading are better than the ones that have the the big fatter ones that have the, the lighter brown breading. Not as good. Do you soggy. like
2: to pull them apart, like a, a a grilled cheese sandwich, or do you like to, to take the bite and, and pull it apart? Do you you understand what I'm saying? Man, it depends
3: on uh, on how hot and fresh they are. If they're real hot and fresh, and the cheese is real melted and gooey, mm-hmm. I eat the once one bite then. Because <laughs> otherwise, you're gonna take the cheese out trying to bite it, and then you're gonna have half the bread and have you know you half an
2: sleeve of bread. Could Krispy Kreme make a Some kind of doughnut that's a mozzarella cheese stick. I'm sure it could be done. How constipated would I be after eating one? Very. (laughs) Very. Um, Yeah, I mean... i need a big, tall squatty potty then.
3: Yeah, the mozzarella sticks are one of the things that is hard to screw up. I mean, even you think about something like... uh, Like french fries can be screwed up a lot of places, a lot of bars.
2: Well, yes. And then we, we... Again, oddly enough, 9 and I, who usually 99.9% of the time disagree, aren't we both in agreement uh, on uh, shoestring fries? What about them? What do you think? Girl? Being the favorite?
3: Mm, not my favorite, no. <laughs> I prefer crinkle cut and steak I to know shoestring. You do. Yeah. I know you do. You know me. I figured you'd say waffle,
2: man. Uh, no, you're eating habits. That's not a French fry. Uh-uh. It's, it's a, into itself. It's like saying a tater tot's French fry.
3: But it, it's just a different cut, and it's prepared the exact same way.
2: Than I mean, it's hash a, it's, browns or french fries it's a
3: they're prepared the exact same way they're just they actually they're more of a tater tot hash browns or tater tot uh you are mm-hmm. that's ron white's son not me uh that's cute this is joke not mine oh
2: yeah uh, um well d- let's see french yes french fries french fries do you uh do you uh, dip them in anything uh other than ketchup if ketchup at all uh,
3: well, for one, the, you know the only acceptable use for ketchup in this world, there there are there are three uses for ketchup in this world <laughs> oh, that, that I will that I will validate. French fries on top of meatloaf and a little bit in your hot dog chili.
2: Oh yeah, I agree with you on
3: Otherwise, that. Otherwise, ketchup has no place on any sandwich or any food in the world.
2: Or in barbecue sauce. No. It's not what no. you want. No. Everybody not. knows you need a good vinegar based sauce.
3: A mustard. But uh, but yeah um, yeah I, I did French fries in in various different things whatever's handy really I mean I've put them in honey <laughs> mustard I put them in ranch I put them in blue cheese I put them in ketchup
2: bong water
3: sure why not
2: I like a one sauce I I don't, oh, I,
3: I, don't, don't like, uh, I don't like A1, I don't like a one I don't like fifty seven I don't really like Leon Perrin's either Worcestershire sauce oh, Leon Perrin.
2: Worcestershire I, I like uh, Five Guys fries and I like it regular when- or Cajun. Cajun with the malt vinegar. Yep. Malt vinegar is everything. Yeah. Um, I hate I just said that. I I love malt vinegar. Well, it's everything. No, it's not. Money is. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed
3: with vinegar. I love vinegar, though. I mean, all vinegars that that, that have. Balsamic? Vinegar has a place in food. Hell yeah. Balsamic's all right. I like it. Yeah. I like, I mean, I I, I like my vinaigrette dressings. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to eat a salad, it has vinaigrette on it.
2: I gotta say, I like, say, I good like good. my olive oil a little loose, not the virgin stuff.
3: I love it, virgin, extra virgin.
2: It's mm. um, a little too much. Means a butt. That means on. they even done butt stuff. Oh God, extra virgin, yeah, yeah. Um, French I, fries, yeah, that's pretty. If yeah. you if you don't like French fries, like something is messed up.
3: But some bars can screw up French fries. You can screw up; they can I, be soggy or they can be overcooked. There's a lot of ways they can screw up French fries.
2: Yeah, yeah. I met people in general that don't like French fries. Yeah, they
3: yeah, they they're pretty good. Um, tater tots are interesting Because they're all the same Like Don't matter what brand you get you're, you're getting the same tater tots As the next guy They're all identical It's all in how you I'm cook I'm not them. a fan I'm not either man I'm not six Yeah I'm I, nine
2: Yeah <laughs> I just, I've never cared for them at any age. I don't know I, what that's about. I've just
3: always thought of them as like little kid food. I don't want them. I want actual french fries. But I like home fries at breakfast. Well, that's different, man. I know. I'm, not, I'm also not a big fan of the little, little hash brown bites that are like little tater tots. I don't like those either. I'm not a big fan. I like. I like my hash browns like IHOP Waffle House style, like that style where it's shredded potatoes that are fried, but not like the little balls that are deep fried.
2: I know, just little cubed up ones. Like, you can tell they're, like, pre-cut. Yeah, like, you they're get frozen, basically.
3: You, you get fast food hash browns like that. They're little tater tots. I mean, you can't really get those smothered, covered, peppered. No. Or, or, or topped or diced. chunked or diced or any of them. But, yeah, I like the, the hash browns that I can get smothered, covered, and peppered and add some ketchup. Ketchup on hash browns are all right, too. Okay. Yeah. I
2: had, I, <laughs> I, uh, okay. So, potatoes. Got them out of the way.
3: Yeah. Now, nachos
2: are a food I will eat at— just about any bar.
3: They're not always good, but by God, I'll eat them, and most, more often than not, they turn out all right because you just take a, a bunch of corn chips and throw a bunch of stuff on them, and here's your plate of hot garbage, and it's delicious.
2: I have bad luck with nachos because I am so specific of, you know, people would always say, how'd you get so damn big being so particular with your food? The what things I eat, like I hate mayonnaise, I hate sour cream, I hate... Vegetables? It's, I... I, I Probably 50-50.
3: Well, I mean, I've seen whenever you get a sandwich, it's meat and cheese and nothing else. Oh, of course. Meat and cheese and some, some sauce with sugar in it.
2: So if I order nachos with a group, I can't say, don't put any of that on there. Yeah. So I have to kind of pick, knock off. Or if I order it by myself and say, I want this with just meat and cheese only, it uh-huh. would say, so no olives, no guac, no. I said, look, oh. let's make this easier for everybody. Just meat and cheese only. But
3: that's some dry ass nachos. Man. I like it that it's way. Dry.
2: You gotta have like sour creams and sauces and guacs and oh all Oh no, that I stuff. pour queso and then sauce all over it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that
3: stuff. It's juicy. Well, as long as it's juicy. As long as I don't have black olives, I love them or green. I hate olives. But it's I, hate, it's, I love the oil, I hate the olive. That's it, what Jesus it, said. The, the,
2: I, I hearken back to the days of the Shawnee buffet when they had the uh Mexican uh Oh no, Wendy's oh, yeah. buffet. They yep. had the those were great.
3: They were, man. Wendy's Buffet was good. It was so good. Yeah. I like the better than KFC Buffet, even.
2: Oh, without question. Uh, <laughs> the turnover on that was not good.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good at all. Um, I mean, cheeseburgers and another bar staple. Sliders usually are overcooked and hard. Cheeseburgers, again, can be a gamble. A lot of bars have great cheeseburgers, but it's a kind of a gamble. But generally speaking, you're pretty safe with a cheeseburger.
2: Generally speaking. Yeah. Even if it's like one of those, it's like what you would say was the old school cafeteria, uh you know, rubber patty. Oh, yeah. Uh, soybean burgers, we'd always call them. I don't even know if they were really made of soybeans, but that's what everybody would say they were.
3: Yeah, or you go to some of these, like I mean, usually nowadays at any decent sort of establishment is going to have a big meaty beefy burger that's
2: kind of like yeah what i don't I want. bother with sliders like you're being like a child at that point
3: yeah 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 but they're also usually because they're small usually kind of dry overcooked and dry yeah um this is
2: making people feel better about eating a big burger when it's cut up into like four different pieces yeah
3: burgers have come a long way too there's a there's a place up by the mall that used to be really popular, and it's a chain. There's only ever been one around here, and they've lost a lot of locations recently. I'm obviously not going to say them by name, but they've always had these little, little thin burgers that are like I don't know half bread. It seems like there's hardly any meat in their burgers. They have a good shake, but the, the the burgers just just ain't got it. Yeah. And you talk about shoestring French fries, by God, they got and they're good.
2: They're very good, especially when topped with uh, nacho cheese.
3: Yeah, I mean most of the stuff there is good. It's just that the main course, your burger, is not. Cause it ain't made of meat Yeah <laughs> Yeah The only kind of sliders I like Are those little bitty tiny cheap ones You get on the side of the interstate Somewhere in Georgia You know the ones I know I, And again I'm not gonna say that by name Cause I love them And I know you don't like them I don't, but I love them, and they're 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 tiny and cheap, and they're not even real food, hardly probably not fit for human consumption. But by God, I love them. Like, it's
2: one of those where it's like once a year, I love them. more bread than it is meat.
3: Yeah, it is because yeah, I mean you get the bun, and then you get the the, the 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 hamburger patty is about half bread too,
2: and like the even the, the weird I,
3: color gray too, ain't it?
2: <laughs> That's the thing about it is <laughs> it's all steamy. Like when my parents would get like the suitcase of them or whatever it would be. Oh yeah, and they they knew that again. I hated onions. Oh yeah, and then. They'd say, Oh, get him two without onions. I'd like, make it four. Mm-hmm. And but then when they wouldn't put them on there, they'd say, Well just peel the onions off. And that gray matter, like condensed up into the like it's congealed. Yeah. Ah. but it's good though, because it's
3: kinda of got this little like steamy sliminess to it, a little bit of like little tiny diced onions and some mustard. And by God, you are set, brother. You can eat you
2: twelve. You swallow loogies. You can eat
3: twelve of them going <laughs> twelve of them going down the highway. <laughs> I did that the last time I went to Rock Hill with my buddy Cassidy to see PWX wrestling a couple months ago you bet we stopped at the one up there in Gaffney area and we got some we each got a, we each got a, a, a case as you say a I ate man I ate about eight of them on the way from, from there to Rock Hill and I ate the other four on the way home oh, that night God. they were nice and steamy from sitting in the car I was
2: going to say yeah, during the summertime it bad it was... for
3: him he drove you ever, put the, you ever had those things in a car and you get out and leave them in there leave the bag in there and you get back in the car later on a hot day dude you can't get the smell them hamburgers out of your car
2: oh god (laughs) oh my god it just stays and it's exactly like it is in the restaurant keep talking about that because it's making me not hungry in a situation where i should be starving after all this good talk
3: that's a good point yeah usually bar cheeseburgers all right sometimes it ain't but that's that's i'd say that's the exception not the rule
2: i want to throw in one that i have found a new love for and it's through we mentioned wings etc earlier that's a a spot down here i
3: hope you say the one i was going to mention Pretzel bites? Oh, dude, yeah, pretzel bites are good, especially with beer well, cheese. with beer cheese. Yeah.
2: Pretzels for years, I was like, I'm not buying just dough, or people would always say, you know, like, breadsticks at a, a, a pizza place. I like, why? Yeah. Like, I got breadsticks. It's called crust. Yeah. But when I was, fell in love with beer cheese, and especially with the pretzels, not even pretzel bites, but like a real pret- oh my God. Yeah. Man. I know it ain't good for you, but God bless. Oh, yeah. Man. It's one of those things, like, you remember, what was it the other day? Every time you eat a hot dog, it shaves 30 minutes off your life? Yeah. If it said, hey, this beer pretzel, beer cheese pretzel is going to take an hour and a half, I'd say, you know what? Make it three hours. Give me two. Give me two of those. They're so good.
3: I can see that. The one I was going to mention that I also uh, found a new love for because of our buddy Scott at Wings, etc., jalapeno poppers, man. I love the idea of jalapeno poppers, but more often than usually not, not, good. when you bite into them, it's this big, flat sliver of jalapeno, and it, it's usually two bites jalapeno poppers. So when you bite it, you pull the whole jalapeno out, yeah. and then you got this, again, empty bread casing, and you got a whole jalapeno in your mouth. And it's a little too much, but the, yeah, man— his are diced up there, and it changes the game with jalapeno poppers if the jalapenos are diced up with the cheese on the inside.
2: Yeah, but with a popper, doesn't that by definition alone mean you just throw the whole thing in your mouth? Well,
3: it's kind of big for that.
2: Oh.
3: But most okay. of them, yeah. Yeah. Usually, usually I think of popper's two bites. and I have to make a one bite out of mozzarella cheese stick.
2: Mozzarella cheese stick. Mozzarella, y'all got mozzarella cheese stick. <laughs> God bless. I don't know why, but I'm all of a sudden wanting some hush puppies. Yeah, hush puppies are good. That's not really a bar thing, but yeah. God bless, I love them. Yeah, I want one the size of a baseball and eat on it.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, one thing you can also do good at a bar is uh, you can take even if they have crappy French fries, you can throw some crappy chili and some cheese on there and you still eat it. Yeah, chili cheese fries one of those things that.
2: Oh, that's what that is. When
3: you, when you uh, yeah yeah when you order them. You don't necessarily even expect them to be good, but you know you're going to like them anyway. And if they are good, it blows your mind.
2: But I don't know how you feel about this. I know uh, Fat Boy, a producer on our morning show, is very strongly against this. But if I get chili cheese fries or any kind of nacho with chili on it, mm-hmm. and it's got beans in it, yeah, like chili beans, is it's not good yeah, I can have
3: some beans with some nachos, but I get what you're saying there, especially chili cheese fries it doesn't belong.
2: Yeah, because it's like those, I don't know what bean it is, it's not, it's not a... uh a, a pinto. But let's take a little break
3: and you figure that out.
2: The ones I'm thinking of look like really dark kidney beans.
3: Oh, yeah. There's usually kidney beans in, in chili a lot of times, yeah. That yeah, right yeah, that's there. What that's why I didn't mean pinto. I meant kidney.
2: Yeah. In my mind, that just Camoini. screams uh, canned chili. Yeah. And rare is that good.
3: But I like a good bowl of chili that's full of beans. Oh, good bowl. Yeah. You got kidney beans, maybe some pentos, maybe some red beans. Yeah, that's good. Mm. Black bean chili sometimes. Yeah, man. Ooh, I'd man. like
2: to go to a smorgasbord right now. Of chili? A little bit of all yeah, these I'm getting, things. I'm
3: getting real about. hungry now. Yeah.
2: It's a bad idea. Very bad idea. Yeah. Um, I, oh, we
3: didn't hit chicken fingers yet. The the old standard that every six year old likes. I like them too. It's just usually not what I order because they have other stuff.
2: Did did we start calling them tenders because kids were scarred thinking they were really, really eating the fingers of a chicken?
3: I, man, because that
2: that was something that. I feel like really separated the generation.
3: You had to be a stupid kid to think something didn't have arms, had fingers.
2: Listen, I could tell you stories. <laughs> I mean, I really could. Chicken finger. Well, you know what I attribute that to? And this is, again, being uh, laughed at by family members is uh, when we would go to, like, a, let's say a, a clock drive in type of, you know. He said clock. Clock. Um, I would get steak fingers. And I remember as a young child. Good God.
3: Man, I love steak fingers. If you're not from the South, I don't know if other places even have them.
2: But I do they do here, either. All the Pete's and Clocks, all these Greek-owned burger joints have them, and they're, they're delicious. But I remember asking, like, you know, are they, are these the fingers of a cow? And I just remember nobody answering the question, just laughing at me. And these were, like, elders in my family. So it's that kind of mind blank of what was what would they call steak fingers in let's say California, or West Coast, or Midwest, what is that called? I don't know. Like, it's cube steak strips, but what is it's, that called? Cube steak. What do they call that in other parts of the country?
3: I mean, it's a breaded deep fried cube steak stick.
2: I don't know what else. That you'd sounds call it. horrible. <laughs> hmm, I'll go with the deep fried beef stick, please. Yeah. On, I'm looking for I'm looking They had very good sauce. It was like a ketchup that was mixed with like some kind of uh, Mediterranean sauce. Mm-hmm. So good. That is good. I bet. So good. Um, oh, God. Chicken fingers. Yes. Would, chicken tenders, chicken fingers.
3: Usually done. good, but they can be screwed up too.
2: What is your dipping sauce on that? Please don't say mustard or honey mustard.
3: Typically honey mustard, oh, yeah. God. So, what else you, what do you get?
2: Straight up barbecue. Not ketchup. It depends
3: on the barbecue, though.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you something. Barbecue sauce is a risk, dude. If you order barbecue sauce
3: somewhere, just regular barbecue sauce, you don't know what in the hell you're getting. You don't know if you're getting Kansas City, Memphis, something from Texas, something from North Carolina, something from South Carolina, something from anywhere.
2: I was going to say, I think the best bang for your buck in the stores as far as consistently good, and it's really cheap, is Sweet Baby Ray's. I love it.
3: Too sweet. Really? Too sweet for me, yeah. Well, it is Tuesday. Yeah, it's just way too sweet for me. Yeah, you know, in a lot of other places, uh, steak fingers are called finger steaks.
2: <laughs> hey, listen. <Back> or t- <laughs> I barely know the guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, lot, a lot of bars
3: also, for some reason, I don't get it. I never have. But how many bars have you been in that you were surprised to see fish and chips on the menu?
2: A lot. And how many times you ordered it? And it was pretty good. Usually. Why are they called fish sticks and not uh, fish fingers? It's, it's like a cod filet. It's like a cod strip thing. Yeah, and It's like that white fish where they don't—we don't know what kind. It's white.
3: Yeah, yeah, but it turns out that even the French flounderish. fries are more often than, than overcooked, French fries will be soggy at a bar. Mm-hmm. But again, you're going to put malt vinegar on them with your fish and chips, and
2: it's hard to screw up just throwing some cod in the fryer. Where can I find the Long John Silver's nearby? I don't know. Um, man, those are great. I haven't seen
3: one in a while. I don't know yeah. where one is. Maybe Greer. Okay, I know where on, I'm going. On 29 there. Oh, with A yeah, and W. Yeah, more Taylors than Greer, really. Right, right near the target and all that. You've taught me into it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, onion rings. You a fan? I like the the big fluffy ones that are almost nuclear orange in color.
3: I love onion rings. The ones you're talking about are good. You talking like about the ones with, where it
2: just like the, the the breading will
3: flake off in pieces.
2: Yeah, kind of like a good uh, sunburn, but also I like that. That puffy breading that's on, again, it's like at a fish camp in the south.
3: Yeah, with those, man, I feel like you get a lot of times too much breading if it's that puffy or it's that tall breading. Because you got to think about how big the strip of onion is they put in there. And if it's like six times more breading than onion, I don't like those ones. My favorite onion rings, are, I get more the Calabash-style onion rings. Like you get from like the yeah. some of the clocks around here have my favorite. Yeah. this is Wade Hampton Bob
2: University. that's another weird complex of my life. I told you I hated onions, Yeah, but I love onion rings. Yeah, I don't weird. like raw Loving
3: onions. Now, one thing that gets me is a lot of fancy places have onion rings. Do not like those. I like my onion rings simple. Quit overcomplicating damn onion rings. It's Just, just bread some onions and fry the sons of bitches and feed them to me. Don't complicate this. It's easy.
2: I like to go to a good steakhouse, and, and I'm fine to pay up for oh, it. Oh, you want
3: a tower of onion rings? You want them in a tower, or you want them arranged in such well, a fashion? I
2: was just thinking of the sauce part is that, you know— rare if your steak is really good you don't need the sauce but if you do have a sauce just get the good stuff and don't have your chef try to make his own sauce yeah like yeah. it's usually not good just go with the sauce
3: well it, it depends on if the guys made a good sauce or not
2: i've not had good luck
3: i had a buddy who runs a bar Tribble he, man he makes some good sauces up
2: does he bottle it
3: for himself i mean for his for, for use in his own kitchen yeah yeah but it's some good sauces he's got. Like, it's black garlic habanero mayo, man, it makes a burger great.
2: See, mayo, I'm out.
3: With black garlic I, habanero. Oh, well, then I'm back. It's great.
2: I hate mayonnaise.
3: I know you do. Um, Man, another staple of every bar that nobody ever asked for, but you've all eaten it, is spinach artichoke dip. Everybody's wow. eaten it. Nobody ever said, man, we should put that on the menu specifically. But every
2: bar has it. They usually add it to the sampler because I don't think a lot of people order it. It's yeah. like the throw on. that. Like, Well, hell, it comes with three, and I'm getting... It uh, for just a couple dollars more even though I don't want the
3: third item I don't want it, they have it for some reason because they're forcing it on on me at every bar I ever go to in my life, they don't particularly want it but I will occasionally eat it it's like an option there for, well he might bring his girlfriend let's give her something she might eat but she'd probably like something different too Likely, That's where I think it comes from on menus is that Something on feel. the lighter side. Yeah, so here, what if they bring their girlfriends? Oh, spinach artichoke dip, there you go. But it's also a gamble at a bar because it can either be good, it can be too thick, it can be way too runny.
2: Yeah, very what, much one so. One thing
3: about bar food is it's always a little bit messy, but it can't be too messy because you drink it and you're going to wind up wearing it. And I'd rather not wear my food.
2: Oh, God, no. I don't
3: want those no. stains on my shirt.
2: Which one of those mixes the worst with, like, if you're like you know let's say you're not drinking or you're not driving that night or you're ubering or whatever and you're going to throw it on really good which one which food's the worst for your tom tom jim jim i can tell
3: you it was that poutine I ate that time that, that i was drinking to that brewery That threw it all up tell
2: me what poutine is
3: it man it's a canadian dish with uh, the the uh, french fries and, and gravy and like some cheese curds or something and it, it's pretty good. It tastes good. But, man, I, it didn't agree with me and beer that day. Cause I threw it all up in their bathroom. Yuck. Man, I had to clean it up. Yeah. You did? Yeah, and then I was covered in, in, in stuff and I had to oh, go get yes. in the car. And, yeah. yeah. I didn't even notice. It was a mess. I really did damn not mess. even notice. Yeah, it
2: mess. <laughs> Uh, let's see, anything else that we're missing from bar food arguments? I'm trying argument to... discussion. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else... The, a lot pizza of, doesn't count, right?
3: Man, some bars have it, some bars don't, but a lot of times it's, it's more like this, yes, we have this flatbread, which because that's not a pizza.
2: Do you think, uh, when we were talking about uh, potatoes, did uh, this potato skins fall in that i know it's a potato but did we mention those no we haven't talked about potato
3: skins but they are they're a different kind of potato i mean it's a baked potato usually
2: it's usually half of a tiny one that they cut in half and then put a little butter a little uh cheese a little bacon yeah cheese
3: bacon some usually some some chives some chives i
2: i, I brush those to the side
3: yeah it's many came. they just add a little flavor they're good they don't hurt nothing make it better
2: it's a flavor i don't like you
3: don't like the flavor of green stuff
2: Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Save Woo. that
3: for another day. <laughs>
2: nah, you're talking about uh, collard greens. I yeah, love them. Yeah, I love them. Turnips, yeah. all of that. You like
3: broccoli? I've seen you eat broccoli. I love florets. Mm-hmm. But best. man, potato skins are usually, now again, they can be overcooked anywhere, but they're usually edible even if they're overcooked. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're usually pretty decent anywhere you get them. But they've really, I think, waned in popularity over the years. Somehow, every bar still has spinach artichoke dip, but every bar does no lo- doesn't have uh, potato skins anymore used to be a staple of every bar of potato skins. Now they don't. You see them less and less.
2: Because I think people just see it as, like you said, it becomes part... Like, everybody wants to have their signature thing. Yeah, yeah. They want to reinvent the...
3: the Their signature thing and spinach artichoke dip for some reason. Mm -hmm. If you own a bar, you don't have to have spinach artichoke dip. We're we're with you if you want to do something different.
2: I appreciate a restaurant. I realize, like, a fast food restaurant or whatever, uh, I enjoy way that mexican restaurants give you the salsa it's not even asked they bring it there's a restaurant i went to the other night moderately priced they bring you out a loaf a little like half loaf of bread and you know excuse me parmesan cheese and like olive oil and stuff yeah it's free yeah i mean it's figured into the price but i, I like a nice little i mean i'm usually starving when i get there yeah so i like nice something to eat food. right now yeah Break me off a little something.
3: Break me off a piece of that, man. Yeah, I love it. I can't get enough of it. Um,
2: <laughs> Like, yeah, I know you're saying, well, you could order an appetizer, but then that's an order after place. Like, bring it when you bring the, the silverware. Absolutely. You're right about that. Yeah. yeah. Give yeah. me a little little taste.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And man, I can't think of too much else because bars pretty much have all the same foods, right?
2: Yeah. The only
3: things that'll be at the like the bottom of any list is if they're selling pickled eggs on top of the table or something like that. We don't like that.
2: No, or oh. Choco Tacos. Or
3: anything for free sitting on top of the bar. We don't want that either. No. mm
2: No, that's something that's really changed, right? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the nuts or stuff that would just sit there and everybody would just put their fingers in and out of. i just like to
3: say thank you, COVID, for that. You haven't done anything yeah. else good, but you got rid of free stuff sitting on top of the bar, and I hope it don't come back because it's nasty.
2: Remember them nasty mints they used to have at the Sunday buffets we'd go to? They had the gel inside. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. sucked. Yeah, it does. They were awful. Yep, terrible. All right, so CM Punk and Bar Food. Yep. I like them both now. Had a lot of fun today. Yeah. Uh, Real hungry now. Very much so. Please uh, share this with your friends. Please like, uh, comment, and uh, thank you so much for listening to After Hours with the Rise Guys. I am Matt.
3: I'm nine. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P.U.R.s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah.